Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. We often talk about physical fitness. Mm Mm-hmm. Working out at JP Fitness, getting a trainer, getting your life together. What about social fitness? This is a new term that I've discovered, and it's all about your connections and your relationships. They say it's the ability to engage in productive personal and professional relationships, positively interact with unit and command networks, and use resources that promote overall well-being. Unit and command networks. That sounds very spaceshipy, doesn't it? It, 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 <laughs> it almost sounds like culty. To that me. does I'm sound like, a little spaceshipy, but uh, really, it's looking at your interpersonal relationships and your deep connections, figuring out which of those relationships gives you the most energy. Right. Like considering how you feel when you spend time with individuals, and then cultivating a deeper meaningful relationship with the people that give you the most energy. Yeah. They say that uh, just like any other area of your life, the more you practice or exercise it, the stronger it will be. Yeah. And of course we know uh, the dangers of loneliness um, with the last, you know, three years. Yeah, loneliness being, being, is, being cooped up with right, co- you know, during COVID. Loneliness is is uh, not natural for humans. No, I think. Well, no, yeah. the The reason I always have issues with when they talk about this stuff, social fitness, relationships, uh, community networking, all of this stuff. There's some people who don't like that. I wonder if they truly don't like it or they just haven't found the right people. The reason I bring that up is when we were, when I was in Southwest United States, I lived in that San Diego for four years in that San Diego area. Anyways, uh, we would, I was in the Marine Corps and we would go to train in the desert a lot. And I remember driving in these godforsaken places. I thought anyways, the Mojave desert and then down in Yuma, Arizona and chocolate mountain in that area. And we would be driving out to these uh, firing ranges and stuff. And I would see these little houses and little shacks and shanties put up all over the place out in the middle of, I mean, literally Mm -hmm. nowhere in the desert. So there's no scenic view or hiding in the woods. They're just out in the middle of this open nothingness. They pull a little shack up and they got the little fence around their dirt yard. Mm -hmm. And I always thought to myself, why? on earth would somebody come out here and do this? And I remember my gunny being like, you know what? Some of these people just like it. Yeah. Do you think they have connections like within their little desert community? I don't know. 
you know, is it like a birding man lifestyle? I don't, I don't know. That's what it sounds like. But there are also people that want to go off grid here, even in, 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 you know, the upper Midwest. I remember where I grew up in the Canadian border. They would find people living in shacks out in the middle of nowhere all the time. They just wanted to be left alone. Do you think that they suffered some kind of traumatic or or catastrophic event in their life that sent them over some edge? I wonder. Like, do they really want to be alone or do they have trauma that's preventing them from connecting with other people? I don't know. I don't know. I've often wondered if people are just wired differently. Certainly. We all are. But I think the majority of us do need that social connection and those relationships. Some more than others, right? And that's, you know, depending on the season of your life, it can be harder (laughs) to find the time for those relationships. You know, if you work and you're a parent and, you know, obligations, the world. But for for example, right now you are out networking and and establishing relationships a lot. My It's part of your job. My, uh, what were the, there was social and career. Yeah. Professional. Professional. Yeah. That's not a hard word. (laughs) Um, Yes. My professional social fitness is very healthy. All time high. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> lots of professional connections. Right. They say, though, that personal stuff like uh, team sports. Yeah. I'm assuming that's like golf. I haven't been in a golf league or bowling or, or softball. Pickleball, badminton, tennis, yeah, whatever. Any. Yeah. Anything like that. Uh, dance classes, fitness groups, seasonal activities, uh, small group training, getting out of town and kind of traveling together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see all of that. That's more of the personal stuff. I don't have a lot of personal social fitness right now, I would say. Do you think that uh, changed a lot when you stopped drinking? For sure. Yeah. It was a lot of my social fitness when I was drinking centered around happy hour and meeting friends for drinks or going to an event, you know, a, a cocktail hour or whatever it was. And so when I stopped drinking, all of that stopped. And, and so I just kind of naturally grew apart from a lot of people that I had spent a lot of time with. And so I feel like a little bit, um, disconnected socially. I have, I do have some, I guess, newer friends, Sure, but I, I'm also incredibly busy and it's, so it's hard to nurture those connections sure. that's not a joke because you want to the the time that you get away from work you you try to work in with the kids yeah and everything else yeah right? yeah uh it's funny that you bring that up because uh you know when, when you don't drink anymore you're so because just because of things you search right and in the way and the things you're interested in social media will figure that out and you'll be directed to other people who are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And there's this, uh, there's an individual I follow. I would say she's probably around that thirty-ish age, and she's not. She's pretty close, to the, pretty close in the timeline as far as we are with not drinking. Yeah. And she's had some really, you know, like ups and downs and stuff. But she got to that one year mark, and she's really happy. And she always talks about how great her life has become. And then just recently, over the past week or two. She she threw up a post where she was having this moment, mm-hmm. right? Of like, you know, oh, okay, I stopped drinking. You know, I went over the year mark. All of these things have changed. It was yay. 
but now I'm getting back to this place where I feel bored mm. and I don't have, and, and, and the, I beat, you know, I don't drink anymore thing is just, it's just a thing of the past. Yeah. Right. Because now I'm, you know, almost, I think she's a year and a half, maybe somewhere sure. around there and she can't figure it out. And she's feeling down because she feels like she's doesn't necessarily have these connections mm-hmm. anymore. And I thought, aha, I think everybody goes through that point because we've talked about it. You pass that, you know, you get to a point where it's like the I don't drink anymore isn't, it's just who you are. Right. So you have to rediscover yourself. Completely. Yeah. And that I, I can relate to that. It's all I have to play that, it for you. That she, feeling she, of like, okay, now what? Right, <laughs> like, right. Because now yeah. what do I do and how do I um, intentionally nurture connections that do give me energy? I think that once somebody goes through this transition of if you decide that you just don't want to, you just want to give up alcohol for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's a big, it's a light, you, you don't realize it, but you get about a year down the road and you have to start building almost, almost like a new life. Yeah. You do. And it's, it's weird, right? It is weird, but it's, it's not impossible. No, it's not at all, but it's, but, it's, it, it is, it can be daunting at times. Yeah. You, you can definitely feel like, <laughs> like, what is this? Who are these people? What is right. this life? Like, what am I doing? I, I think it feels like very, it can feel very foreign. Yeah. I think the feeling that she was having and I was like, Oh yeah, I, I could see where that would be an issue was like, now what do I do? Yeah. Because I mean, I, there's a lot, my whole life is in front of me and I feel like I've been celebrating the last year and so many months of not drinking, but that's over and it's not really a thing anymore because it's just who I am. Right. And I'm, she was feeling kind of lost. Like now what? Yeah, it's, it's, I totally yeah, get that. Right. And but then it's like, okay, if I'm lost, like what do I want? Yeah. And then how do I get it? Like I used to be, I had a group of girlfriends and we had a wine club and we would meet once a month and yep. somebody would host and we would get, you know, completely sh- smashed and it was not my finest moment moments. Um, but I was just talking to to some women recently and we were like, we should just meet once a month and it doesn't have to be a wine club. Right. Like we can, and some of the, the women still do occasionally drink. So it wasn't like a, we don't drink thing. It was right. just like, we can still be social without having to have a wine club. So we were like, we could meet at the tea house on an evening once a month and have tea and just, connect right and it's more about the connection than the the wine yeah you know but it's like you have to actually do it you can talk about it till you're blue in the face but you actually have to i think pick a date and go <laughs> i think when you when you get uh maybe i'm i'm just wondering because i think when you get a group like that together if some of them are drinking during the event and others are not it always leads to two people going into or, well that's know. why you would you would do it somewhere where you, there is no alcohol. Yeah, right, right. Like now you, I get you, it. You, would, yeah. you would choose like a coffee place or right. a tea place or a, you know, and and it would just be a, a an evening where there right. wasn't alcohol. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So that everyone was kind of on the same level. Right, right. Because if you were to go the other way, it would just take an hour or two and it'd be going in two to, different Totally. No, I <laughs> get I, I agree. And that's why yeah. when we were having the conversation, it was like, it would be a, 
an alcohol-free sure. gathering, but you wouldn't have to be a person who doesn't drink ever. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, you, but I mean, we have to do it. Yeah, I think. And I do feel like that piece is missing. And I felt like I, I can relate to that woman that you were following on I think, I think TikTok. Her, I think her, uh, she's on Reels and, and then she has a TikTok page as well. I think it's called Kelsey Goes Sober. Okay. I think that's what it is. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, but. I can relate to that because you do feel like, oh, I'm I'm not drinking. It's yeah. been this many months and I, it's like a big celebration all the time, which is awesome and you should celebrate that. But then when it just becomes part of your life and you're like, I don't drink, sh- shoulder shrug, no big deal. Well, I think we can talk about yeah the, the physical benefits of it, which you will experience right away. And I think that's one of the most dramatic things. Mm-hmm that people feel they not only feel it, but take a year off from drinking and look at yourself in the mirror, take a selfie. You, you, it'll blow your mind for sure. Right. So you get by all of that. And I think a lot of people have don't realize that there's a huge social adjustment as well. There is. And that is where the social fitness thing tends to suffer. Yeah. And it's finding those connections and then, being comfortable with them, which I think is hard for a lot of us too, especially if you take alcohol out of the equation, because yeah. that's such a social lubricant that when you take that out and you're con- trying to connect with someone sober, it's that's a challenge. Well, and and not only that, but depending on where you are, but if you're if you're in the Midwest and uh, it. It is such a part of the culture and lifestyle here. Completely. I mean, it's, to be uh, frank, if you don't drink, and this is, again, what is wrong with our world, but if you don't drink, you're in the minority, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, I think some people began to feel a little bit left out. Yeah, and there's, you know, like I go to a lot of, work functions that are happy hour kind of events. Yeah. And that's just part of my job. And I don't have any problem being around alcohol. Um, but it gets to a point where it's like, this is getting a little old. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, right. like I also need connection beyond that. Sure, like yeah. that is not the social fitness professionally it is, but it's yeah. not the, the personal social fitness that I need. I, I think a lot of people right now here in the middle of, or not in the middle, in the beginning of February, this is where they're still struggling. They haven't, you don't get out a lot, right? Yeah. Especially if you don't like winter and you don't like the outside. I know some people are making an effort to try to find something to do outside. I tell myself that every year and then I'm like, no, I'll, I'm good. Uh, maybe next year. I don't want to, I just don't like the cold. I went ice skating in December. I don't, <laughs> I don't care how much I bundle up or what kind of gear I get. I don't like the cold and that's all right. Right. It's all right. I'm already thinking now I've got my eyes on spring and warmer temperatures. So, but we saw some, uh, we watched a few interesting, I don't know what documentary haven't we seen now? The list is getting long. We have, uh, we, we, uh, crossed some, or I should say we ran across a few interesting chats this weekend and it was fun to watch these guys talk about that f- that uh, that the instinct we have to always be looking over our shoulder because something's going to go wrong and it goes back to, 
you know, thousands and thousands of years to when we could have been eaten by an animal. Right. It's our nervous system's fight or flight response. Yes. But that's meant to save us from saber-toothed tigers, not from sending an email. (laughs) Right. And now all of, because we no longer, the most, most of us anyways, no longer live with that kind of necessary fear. Uh, that's we we still have that, right? We still have it, but now it's either your boss, your work, right. your your. There's so you know, just the social, guy honking at you at a stoplight. right? Yeah, it's just everything in life, bills. It doesn't matter. But all these stresses that we have in our everyday life are the new saber tooth tiger. Yes, exactly. Right, the, the 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 new grizzly bear that wants to eat you. Yeah, and if you live with that kind of stress constantly like you're always in that state that starts to wear on you which so many people are yeah they our nervous systems are so activated all the time from things that are just part of our everyday existence this and i said to you this is why people go off the grid totally because you can read all of the the woo-woo books about your mind and your heart and being present, but none of that is takes the daily world out of the equation. No. And, and the world that we live in is not is designed <laughs> for Zen. It living. is not, a, not at all. <laughs> it, I mean, it's seriously, most people, I mean, it's go to work, you know, they always talk about, oh, I'm busy. I'm a go-getter. I get after it. Yeah, but you're, if you're always getting after it and you're living like that all the time, like you're running from that bear, <laughs> right, that's going to eat you. I mean, you think about it. You get up in the morning. You struggle to get gym time. You get the kids to school. When you get home, you got to feed the kids. Yeah, you got to get them to the, you know, hockey practice yeah. or, or soccer or whatever. You barely get home late at night. The only thing you're thinking about is, can I get enough sleep to get up and do this tomorrow again? Right. It's That's, just, it never ends. It's a constant cycle. And that, it, that rat race is what people are running from. Yes. That is it. It totally is. And it's the, one of the doctors on the, the documentary we watched, it was called Heal, by the way. It's on Amazon Prime because I, we always get messages when we talk about our yeah. documentaries. Um, if you can get past the like 2012 fashion, which was- A lot of scarves. A lot of, the, the stranglehold- no pun intended that scarves had us on us in 2011 was, <laughs> was real. Um, but the, one of the doctors on the documentary did a really good job of explaining, like we all can kind of recognize that we're in this pattern, but it's what your the chemicals that your brain produces because of it are messing with our immune system. They're messing with everything in our body. Right. Because it, the, the nervous system is telling our brain, we're in danger. We got to run. We're in danger. We got to run. We got to freeze. We got to f- fight. We got to flight. Whatever the response is. And so then our brain produces these chemicals that our body isn't doing what it's meant to do. Yeah. Even the organs in your body, they, if you think about this, right? Like if you were being chased by that bear, your liver wouldn't know that you're being chased by a bear. It just knew that something was wrong because of the way that your body was reacting. And if you live like that constantly, that's all your body gets fed is that negative energy, right? And I'm beginning, as far out as it seems, the more I dig into this and uh, the more I read, 
I'm beginning to buy into the holistic medicine stuff, right? Our, our body naturally has the ability to heal and the, everything the earth offers, right? Right. Without synthetic medication. But it's just that we've gotten so far away from it that a lot of people don't. Right. We're not treating the cause. No. We're treating the symptoms in our modern medicine. Yes. The, they, they did another one of the doctors was like, there is a great time for medicine and surgery. Yeah. And that's when there's trauma. Right. When you're in an accident, when you, you know, have been injured, that's where you should be using that yeah, kind I'm of a, medicine. I'm a, big, I'm a big believer in science and medicine. Yeah. But, but it's, it's the like combination when you of the have two. Heart problems or when you have other kind of preventable diseases, we have to figure out how to how to treat the cause and not the symptoms. Yeah. It's it, very interesting. And it's, I love it all, but I'm like, how do you harness all of that power and that positive energy well, and still function in our modern society? Yeah. He, uh, he brought up a, a great point in uh, when they were talking about big pharma, when they run these tests, these trials, yeah, right. And he said, uh, you know, they'll, they'll give, you know, 100 people the drug and then they'll give 100 people the placebo, which yep. is just a sugar pill or a saline injection or whatever. They'll be getting nothing. He goes, they're always shocked to find that, like, if 70% of the people benefit from the drug, that it could be 40, 50, 60 or 70% of the people sometimes benefit from the placebo mm -hmm. only because they believe that they are getting the proper medicine to help themselves heal and their body does it all by itself. Right, they, they, your body naturally produces the chemicals yeah. and the reaction that the drug would have caused. The human body believe it. is an incredible thing and it does heal itself. That's like when you get a cut, and you, if you clean the wound and you just watch it over the days, it just repairs itself. Mm -hmm. Your body has the ability to do that on the inside as well, right? You have to have the right mix of environment and all of these things. Yeah. You don't want to feed your body the constant negative reaction. The stress. It's, it's stress right. which causes inflammation. Yeah. It just comes back to that, right? And again, if someone can figure out how how to do this and still live and exist in the modern world. That's the, that's the key. Like what, there's just this disconnect. And I think that's what people are waking up to really is like, I, this is how I want to feel and exist. And my lifestyle is not allowing that. Well, you're, you're it's, stuck it's misaligned. You're stuck in the lifestyle that they tell you, you need to lead. Right. That's what it is. People are being told how to live, what success is, mm -hmm. and what they're supposed to be doing. And a lot of them are like, no, nope, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. And more and more people start are starting to feel that and wake up to it. Yep. So that sounds very hippie-ish and let's go live in a commune, like, doesn't it? But don't, it. it but it doesn't matter. It because, makes sense. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that. When I see people now, when we're driving out in wherever, in some of the very rural parts of America, and I see these people that are living off the grid, they've got solar panels out and little chicken coops and they're pumping water and all these different things. I used to look at them like, man, those people are crazy, but not so much anymore. Right. Right. Because you want to know why? They've got those chickens. 
and they're not paying nine dollars for a dozen <laughs> eggs. It's just things like that, right? I just I I've got this this sense that we're just uh, living in a sim almost, right? I mean, I know that sounds bizarre, but it's like all of these people are just programmed to do the same thing. Well, that, I mean, that is kind of real. It is. It's just like this is what we're this is where right. we're at. And yeah. you're and you are programmed from childhood. I mean, that's where your subconscious mind develops is in childhood. And so you're you kind of are like a programmed little robot who grows up to go to college, get a job and right. buy a house and have a car. Your and- subconscious is a is a powerful powerful motivator too it's just it's strange that when i was listening to these guys talk about most people can carry on a conversation with somebody and be thinking about something else completely 100 percent. does it happens to me all the time oh, yeah. I've, I've lived my life like that yeah i know right it's, it drives me nuts <laughs> no but I, i'm serious i am it, too it's just like it's just like <laughs> and i think you know because you are just programmed to to act like that right like you're interested or this or that it's like and but, like the, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, right. I'm busy. How are the kids? Yep. They're good. Getting big. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just all like, you don't even have to think. Just nonsense. Right. Just and it's all surface level. Nonsense. And it's just the way that you've been programmed. This is how you're supposed to act. Right. And how many people do you really know on a deep level? Yeah. It's bizarre. Or how many people know you Yeah, on a deep level? Do you that, even know yourself? That's the social fitness. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Social fitness. And do you even know yourself? You got to find your tribe. You'll hear that a lot. I know. Right? You got to find your tribe. And uh, I think a lot of people are searching for that right now. I feel like I I have these women that are like kind of newly in my orbit. Sure. That's encouraging. I though. just need to connect. I like. I know that I hold back and I'm like, you don't hold back. No, I mean, <laughs> you don't, you don't I mean, like, you just like, no, I you don't. go to a hypno- hypnotherapist and immediately you just, <laughs> you just like, Kelly's one of them. Kelly's yeah. one of those women um, that are newly in my orbit that I'm right. like, Oh, I could really like connect with you. But I, I hold myself back. Like when people say, let's get together. And I'm like, yeah, we definitely should. And then I'm like, nope, not safe. Don't do that. Yeah. You might get hurt. I wonder at what point in my life did I become less social when it comes to you know, Because I, you know, everybody remembers as a kid what it was like. I've never known you to be super social I, well, in the time that I've known you. I think that- uh, Not in a bad way. No, just, I know. In, in, I think uh, in broadcast, it got to a point in radio that it was a little bit much for me. It was more social than I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And when in our in our past life, when we were in broadcast, there's definitely a level of performing yeah. that is expected. And it's a little bit of being in, even at the lo- lowest levels, there's that living in the public eye type thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. And so then you f- kind of feel like you always have to be on or like be yeah. playing this part right. when you go places. Yeah. And that's exhausting. Yeah. It's just constantly being on. It's not fun. It's not. It's that's exa- it, it, like you said, exhausting. It is. Yeah. Um, I feel like in this space, we 
came are authentic. It's it's I, I can't tell people what it feels like to be able to just sit down and, and talk like a normal, like I'm not trying to be anybody. Right. Uh, like we're just, not a character. Right. Or a, I'm not going to tell you an about avatar of uh, some sort. Yeah. About something, a band or some event that I don't really like. Right. I'm not going to talk about it. Like it's the greatest thing on the planet. <laughs> right. So yeah, the social fitness thing is something that you need to work on because I think that people if if you if you actively search it out, there I think there is a social circle for everybody. It may be smaller. Too. It may be a lot smaller than what some other people are experiencing, but it's there. Yeah, it's it's finding those individuals and then allowing yourself to connect with them on a deep level. Yeah, it's uh, same interest is a yeah. big thing, right? Same interest, same lifestyle, and then uh, you know I think once you find that, then you've got your your tribe. And there's a certain level of vulnerability that comes with deeply connecting with another person. Meaningful relationships. Which is hard for a lot of people. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of people. There's some like, this is, this does not feel okay. Right. I'm not supposed to be. For whatever reason. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people. Past trauma, you know, other relationships that didn't work out. All of those things play into it. I'm I'm fascinated when I, especially when just from interviewing people for years, I always like to, when I find out what they do and what they're currently doing, I like it to go all the way back. Like, how did you get here? Where, how, how did, how did you get to this point? Yeah. Right. And then uh, it's some fascinating conversations. It really is. You're good at conversation. Well, I like to chat a lot. Yes, that's why, you are a chatty that, that's why That's why we do a podcast. <laughs> that's why we do a podcast. The community's growing, by the way. When it's, I, I will say this, and I've learned this, you know, even after, you know, three decades doing what I did with radio, podcasting is awesome. And the key to it is finding a group. Yes. You find your like-minded individuals, your social network, right? And then you've got your group of people. Mm-hmm. And then it continues to grow and grow and grow. And it's funny. I mean, we have a, a obviously a large family. I would I would call it a, a group of people and network here in Southern Minnesota. But to watch it grow across the country is pretty cool. We when, just met a listener in Colorado. We didn't meet her. Yeah. We met her online. Um, and that was cool. It is. It's stuff she was like, like, you remind me of me and my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's, my boyfriend's a boot, and, boot in your ass kind of guy too, right. she said. <laughs> right. But- that's an example of uh, this uh, social fitness mm-hmm. and networking. It's listen. It's 2023. It's the world we live in. So often that may blossom online. To- right. And, and so, I so think- don't 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 beat yourself up for social media. And so this is the world we live yeah, in. Yeah, especially if you're using social media for connection or for mm-hmm. the connection. I mean, I really think that internet friends are real. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, it's just the way, you know, we, it's the way it's, we communicate today. It's 2023. Like if you find yeah. people, I have a little fashion community on Instagram. There's like four or five of us that share ideas and support each other's little fashion accounts. And I've never met any of them. I don't right. even actually know like where they live all over the country. And that they're just, they're just cool women. Yeah. And, I, they're my my internet friends. Wouldn't it be cool someday to perhaps get some of them together? We've to, talked about yeah. that. We're like, what if we did? What if we picked a city and we all just like met there? That'd be awesome. It's, I think I think it'd be great. It's crazy to think about because 
long as none of them are a serial killer. They don't. They they don't appear to be. They well, see. That's the whole point with those guys. <laughs> but I know I'm tongue in cheek. Seriously, I think I think that online communities and stuff like that. I know so many people. Literally, whether they're a gamer, mm-hmm. whether they're yeah. into, whether whether they're into fitness, fashion, like you said, these communities start and blossom there, and then a lot, I think a lot of people find meaningful relationships that 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 last. Totally. Yeah. So it's okay if your there you go community is online, and if you you feel like you're struggling with social fitness, that new that that circle of I friends like that and term. groups. I mean, it's you're not alone, and it's, it takes work, just like going to the regular gym and making your body stronger. And they say um, they're, they're like some actionable tips is like really pay attention to how you feel when you spend time with people, and um, if there are people in your real life that you feel really energized by, or after you see them in person, or have coffee, or have lunch, like you have a really solid connection, and they make you feel good. Like nurture that and make it a priority. Right. Whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's going for a walk or meeting for coffee or doing a play date, whatever it is. I think one of the most difficult things for people to wrap their head around is when you find somebody that constantly gives you anxiety or stress and you have to fight, you feel like you're fighting it every time you're in a room with them because that's just the type of individual they are, avoid them. Mm -hmm. I know that's hard. For a lot of people to like, oh, God, how am I going to do that? It's a relative. It's this or that. You're not obligated to put yourself through that. If they're, no, if they're one of those people who emit that constantly and that's just you're, you're stressed out, you don't have to eat that because that, that's bad for you. If it's hours, if, even if it's just hours on end, avoid that situation. Yeah, that's where healthy boundaries yeah, come in and right. just um, not doing things that don't feel good. I know. That it, I mean, literally, it's it's that simple. It's crazy. It's like we're back in the late 60s, early 70s again. If it feels good, do it. If it doesn't, <laughs> don't. It's that simple. And that's where, you know, looking at your workplace culture yeah. and, and how that feels and how right. that looks. And I know it's kind of back to that, like, when you first stop drinking where everything kind of feels foreign. You might find yourself in those kind of situations. You you, you want to know why I'm really excited for this upcoming summer, spring and summer? Because last year, we were only six months into that trying to fake. It was a first. I always say this. Go through one year where you don't drink at all. I mean, just stop for whatever. If you're a gray gray area, whatever. Just one. If you just stop drinking for one year, everything for that year will be a first. Yes in your adult life like it'll be weird kind of but now that we've passed through that and i know what to expect i'm looking forward to this spring and summer and doing things and finding our community a little bit more definitely and last year was very i felt much safer just staying at home yeah right it was just like this is this is home base this is i know this it's not, do I still like that? You know, because when we would go places or do things that we were doing alcohol free for the first time, it was like, yeah, I am know. I going to like this? Is this something that's actually fun? Or did I just like it because it's a place where I drank? So I, I stayed very close to home. Last I'm summer. looking because I, I, I know and I'm, there was a lot of events that came and went last summer. I was like, why? Why didn't I know about this? You know, but now I've, I've kind of got my eyes set on a few things yeah. that are happening and. I'm believing, just like everything else, 
now that we're in our first grade and we've passed our kindergarten yeah. year of not drinking, that you just continue to evolve and you just, you discover all these new things. Totally. And I'm looking forward to it. And uh, it's going to be much different because last year was so jarring for us. We quit our jobs. We started all these new adventures and all. it was just like, I'm not lying. Through Christmas, this past Christmas, which was only a little over a month ago, it was like a whirlwind. It was. Just gone. I don't, if the holidays came and went and I was like, what happened? Yeah. Right? Because that year was so just fast forward. And everything was new. Yeah. And, it, and we had routines just, were new and schedules yeah. were new and people were new. And it was, it was a lot. Do you remember when we were coming out of the pandemic and they were like, here, there's going to be like a new normal. And everybody hated that term. There actually is though. Life has changed and yeah. a lot of people have changed and it's never going back the same way. No. Because there's a huge group of the population that really kind of wrapped their head around what was going on. And they had some time to reflect and think. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know what? I'm going a different path. And that's not going to, and they're not going back. No. So no. it's just like it did, it changed a lot of people and a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It did. And I think, well, I think we were a great example of that. If that, if the pandemic, had not come along, I often believe that, I, I wonder if you and I would just be sitting doing the same thing. Do you ever think about that? I do. I don't know that because I was starting to feel, but it was like, that was a catalyst that really Definitely. was like, that was like, okay, you've been waiting. You know, this is the right thing to do. Now's the time. Yeah, it's I, not, wonder, it's I wonder too, easy, but, like would it, what would have life looked like? Yeah. I'm sure that's a, lot a whole. Of people, I'm sure a lot of people wonder that. That is a whole new conversation, yeah. but I think it's something to think about. So, well, anyways, social fitness. Social fitness. Make sure as you're beginning the new year now, you were in month two, that you're you're working not just on your physical fitness. I hope you're sticking with it. I hope you've been up to JP. I hope you've had that consultation. You can work with Brett. People have inquired. Oh, Somebody even commented, "Brett's the best." Yes, he is. He can train you as well. Uh, we have a link again on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. And physical fitness is a great first step in fixing yourself. I'm serious. It is it, because when you start to feel more confident and you feel better like that, it just changes your whole mindset. And yeah, it's great for energy and a lot of other internal things too. Right. In your body. Right. Um, you can also work out with Chris. That's my trainer. Yes. They have a plethora of them. They have great right? trainers and great group fitness. Um, their new 24-7 location is great too. If you are more into a doing it on your own thing, um, a lot of people like that new location as well. Yeah, it is. It's it's awesome. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, conversations now that we kind of, you know, we, we've built, there's a community that's continuing to, to rise up. Uh, I'm looking forward to some of the conversations we're going to have with... Uh, some of the people I'm, I'm encountering now. Yes. A lot of the health and wellness movement. Yes. I know it's a real thing. It sounds, a year ago when I kind of, when we started moving in that direction, I was like, you know what? How fast is this going to grow? And it's growing. It's on a lot of people's minds. And it's, certainly. it's a real thing. So having said that, it's great to start the uh, week and the month now. I mean, it's hard to believe it's February 6th. I know. this. Well, this month is such a blink anyway. It is. It's short. Is it amazing what three days does? It really is. Seriously. Isn't that funny? It is only three February days. February just goes blink, gone. 
And I don't know if it's because we're anticipating the arrival of spring or how many, what are we, what are we, 40 days away now? For, oh, somewhere around? I don't know. It it's, I don't it's, know. I don't. it's close. We've got the big sixth birthday on Saturday. Oh, God, look out. Clara turned six. She's very excited. She, uh, I don't think right now is struggling with her social fitness. Uh, no. <laughs> She's been to, what, <laughs> right. four birthday parties in 2023? Yeah, it's only uh, like, five I've, weeks in. Here. I haven't gone to four birthday parties in an entire year ever. She's having her own <laughs> coming up this Friday night. Ten, so. ten six-year-olds in the enchanted fairy forest. Look out. I may have to pack Noah up and find something to do with him again. We did that last year. All right. Have yourself a fantastic week. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode.